All right, Tim Bunnychip here, Divorce 661 Daily Perspective, episode 13. Let's get into it. Here's what I got for you. I got 12 different topics. I'm going to give you a quick overview, and then I'm going to get right into it so I don't waste your time. Uh, we had uh, three new divorce cases we started today. Uh, we got some judgments that we prepped. We're going to talk about same-sex marriages. We're going to talk about military divorce cases. Uh, we're going to talk about um, getting served and what to do about it. And talk about what happens when you file on your own and some of the complications that go along with that. Uh, we're going to talk about judgment packages. Uh, we're going to talk about um, e-file and how that's 24-7 now. We're going to talk about something you probably haven't heard of, which is called default settings. Um, we're going to talk about how the rules are always changing and, and changes between courts and counties and even courtrooms within the counties. We're going to talk about uh, consultation issues that came up, as well as clients that want to file their own judgment. So let's break it down. Number one, what happened today? Again, uh, the daily perspective is to talk about uh, life in the uh, day in the life of an LDA. I say it every time incorrectly. Um, give you a little bit of what I'm doing, and uh, so you can better get to know me and know what kind of issues our clients are having and when why they call us and what I do for them. So I started new, three new divorce cases today. Uh, one was in San Diego, one was in Santa Clara, and one I wrote Hollywood, but that's LA County. Uh, so we got three new uh, clients today. Uh, four judgments were completed uh, and submitted and turned into court. Two were via e-file with LA County. And then we had two others, one in Ventura. We had one yesterday as well in Ventura that we finalized. And uh, one in Riverside that we uh, finalized today and mailed off to court. All right, number three. So th that was number one and number two. I'm going to try and label these off so YouTube can hopefully uh, break these down into chapters for you So if you're looking for something specific. Same-sex marriage cases. Yes, we handle those. And we handle quite a few. Um, the people call and ask, do you, they, they call and ask like the same like legal separation. Do you handle legal separation? Yes, legal separation is the same as divorce. And then people will call and say, do you do same-sex marriages, divorce cases? And the answer is yes, it's the exact same process. There's absolutely no difference in a same-sex marriage divorce as there is in a regular marriage divorce if there's such a thing. So don't worry about it. Yes, we handle it. Not a problem. Number four, military divorce cases. It's not where you're deployed. It's where you're considered to be domiciled. And I want to talk to you about that. So we handle a lot of divorce cases uh, with our military folks. Unfortunately, it kind of goes into the same hat as law enforcement, fire, emergency services, you know, everything that has 24-hour uh, shifts and things of that nature. But uh, we do quite a few. Um, we um, are happy to be able to assist them and make it amicable. You know, we don't we don't make it amicable, but that they are amicable and we can put them through a amicable divorce process without the need for attorneys. Um, and so the question that came up today was, hey, I'm in Washington State. Um, do I file in Washington or do I file in California where I technically live when I'm not deployed? So it's, it all comes back to where you consider to be your domicile. I know it's a fancy word. So I said, well, here's an easy answer. Where Do you have a Washington driver's license or a California driver's license? He said, California driver's license. I said, okay. So then that's your domicile. That's where you would reside, but for you being deployed to Washington. And over the years, we've handled uh, clients in the military that are on, I did one and he's on, a, he was deployed in the med. Um, I've done people in Saudi Arabia and all over the world and country. It does not matter where you are deployed. It matters where you consider your domicile for purposes of filing for divorce in California. Number five, 
got a call asking us to just serve the divorce papers. So I want to talk about that. I'm not a process serving company. Like you can't hire me to say, Tim, go to my spouse's house and serve him the paperwork. I don't, I don't do that as a, as a service and I'm not registered to do that. Not that I, I don't think you need to be registered, but there are those that are. However, part of the process when you hire me is I do handle the service process. So that's confusing, right? I don't, in one instance, I'm saying I don't do that. You can't hire me to do that. But number two, I'm saying, yes, I, I do that as part of the fee and service that you pay me for. And here's what, here's the, here's the difference. I'm not going to drive to your spouse's house and serve them ever. When you have an amicable divorce, there's a way of doing it, what's called notice and acknowledgement. And all your spouse has to do is sign the notice and acknowledgement. And that's how we do it. So if you're going to use my service, that's what you can expect. No one's coming to your home or business to serve you. It's just going to be a form you're going to sign. And if you're in LA County, you're going to e-sign it via my portal. It's a very simple process. So that's how it works. Uh, you know, process service charge $125 on average to serve divorce papers. So as part of my fee, you are, that is blended into the service fee, if you will, because it's already something I'm going to do. Plus in every consultation, shouldn't say every, but in many consultations and amicable divorce cases, the concern is when are you going to serve my spouse? And the answer is never. They're just going to sign a form. Makes it very easy. I have a question for you. And this is number six. Did you file on your own? Finalizing divorce cases for folks is 50% of my business. The other 50% is people coming to me at the very beginning before they filed a single document or start a case whatsoever. If you are in that position, if you filed your divorce case in any county in California and you get stuck, I can pick up and take over at any time and finalize your case so long as you and your spouse are cooperative and in a full agreement. And uh, there's a lot of our business. And here's where people get struck stuck traditionally. I would say of those 50%, 80% of the 50% get stuck right after they file the summons and petition. Uh, maybe they did the, they served someone by personal service when it when it wasn't necessary because they didn't know any better. Um, and then sometimes they even filed a response uh, again, which isn't necessary, but that's what the instructions say. So I'm not going to, you know, hold you to that. It says you know file, serve, and then do the response, and you pay the other fee, and now you lost your money. I've had a lot of people call me saying thank you for doing the video that says you do not have to file a response if you're amicable and they're happy to save $435. And by the way, I say that because it helps offset the cost if you want to hire me makes my service fee just a couple hundred bucks, but it's easy to start your divorce. It's, you know, people still make mistakes. You can give the clerk the money, fill out your forms. They're going to take the money. They're going to stamp the form, even if it's wrong. But after that is when it gets complex with the disclosures and then particularly the judgment, even if you have no assets and debts, it can be tricky. You miss one checkbox, it gets rejected. But if there's assets, debts, and kids and all that, you should really get some, you get a professional. I would recommend myself to take care of that for you. We really streamline the process. And I'm going to talk about uh, something about that later on that came up. It was kind of weird today with uh, one of the clients that started with us. Number seven, if a response was filed, the judgment package can be, prepare, be prepared in either the petitioner or respondent's name. Hold on, my light went out. So if a response was filed, when you go to do the judgment package, the, the the person who submits the judgment package or whose name is on the final paperwork, so the FL 180, the 190, the 170, the 144, you know, all those procedural documents, the, the uh, 180 can be, the judgment package can be in the respondent's name. 
if it's not, if the response was not filed, then it's always going to be in the petitioner's name. I had a, I repaired a case for clients where they'd already filed and served and the client that hired me happened to be the respondent. So I did the judgment in the respondent's name and they asked basically, shouldn't this be in the petitioner's name because they are the one that filed? The answer is no. You can prepare it in either person's name. Number eight, LA County e-file. I love that I can file 24 seven. Um, aside from them doing site maintenance on the LA County website for the portal for um, e-filing, I, you know, I often am up at 4.30 in the morning working on cases um, before the phone calls start and, and all that and emails with clients and uh, finalizing cases, maybe things I, sub I gave clients to e-sign overnight, uh, you know, later in the evening. Uh, they signed it. And when I get in, I have a bunch of work to get through and, you know, go ahead and upload files and file new cases with the court and all that. I don't have to wait until the court opens at 8.30. This morning, I filed a case at 6 a.m. once I was in the office. And right when the court opened at like eight, so at 8.15, I already had received copies of filed, uh, the filed summons and petition and initial documents with the court. And that's just amazing to me, as opposed to like Ventura County, they're, they have a totally different um, e-file system and you can only e-file during business hours. Kind of annoying. Number nine, request for default settings and why you would use it. So a default setting and LA County, it's called a default setting. It's probably called a default setting in every other county, but the form that you file is actually called a default setting. A default setting is, is you basically asking for a hearing when the respondent has not responded and they are not participating and you're doing a default without an agreement type case. I spoke about this in a similar fashion yesterday about the client in the Antelope Valley. I had to spell that properly say it because the uh, translation got that wrong yesterday. In the Antelope Valley, um, the default setting we submitted because they were going to reject the judgment, but I wanted to get the client in there to discuss why they should accept it and not just outrightly reject it. So the default setting, if you have a concern that your judgment may not get approved when there's no agreement, again, they're very tricky, file it with the default setting. They won't reject the judgment. They will then set a hearing so you can come in and plead your case really of why that should be approved as submitted. Number 10, rules are always changing and various courts in California don't always follow the same rules. I talk a lot about this and how we're not uh, reserving jurisdiction for child support, for instance, in LA County. Now, instead of doing the non-guideline order like we used to do, um, I'm now submitting uh, a Riverside judgment with the reserve. I told you that's one of the judgments I finalized today. Um, we're submitting a judgment with reserved jurisdiction on the child support as opposed to uh, doing the um, how we used to do it, where we were doing a non-guideline order. And I want to see if this new language will be changed. So LA County kind of changed the policy. They used to want a non-guideline order. Um, and have your income statements and all that. They got away from that. And now they're allowing us to just put reserved jurisdiction and and not zero child support, reserved child support, which means none now, but the court still has jurisdiction to make decisions over that. So now that that's, you know, LA County's approved that language, I'm the only way I can learn and have done so over the last 11 years is, you know, I don't want to say trial and error because it's it's usually mostly we know what we're doing, but I, I need to prod, uh, or probe rather the courts every once in a while, because they're not going to tell you, hey, Tim, we yeah, this we accept this. 
if we call them, we have to turn it in and see if they reject it. So I've now done this in San Bernardino, Solano County, Riverside County, San Diego County, Orange County, and a few others, Tulare County. And we are submitting it when there's children involved, instead of saying non-guideline and showing the incomes and a disomaster calculation for child support, we're putting reserved. And I've already told the clients, hey, this might come back. This is the first time I'm submitting it to this county with this language that's been previously approved for LA County. We'll see how it goes. They'll probably, you know, if they reject it, they're going to say, no, this is, you know, don't set it reserved to do a non-guideline, show us the incomes. So we'll see. But that's how I've learned over 11 years is just continue to probe them and do different things and see what they will approve. And then that's how we kind of learn because they just don't come out and tell you how to do things. All right. Number 11. Had a, con had a consultation today with a client, was asking to finalize her divorce case from 2012. I'm just reading my notes real quick. Um, and so on the consultation, he says, yeah, we haven't opened a case. It was from 2012. My wife filed. She served me. And I said, do you know the case number? No. I said, okay, well, let me do a search and see if I can locate the file, the case that was filed. And what we learned was after search his name now, I tell you all the time that I do, I give very good consultations. I spend a lot of time on the phone um, going over in detail, literally telling you what I'm going to do. So if you wanted to, you could walk away if you knew how and go and do what I'm telling you to do. And then you don't have to hire me, but some take advantage. Most do not. But in this case, I, I looked it up. I spent two bucks, you know, to do this, to do the search, to do the search. And, um, you know, with no intent, not knowing that I'll ever get paid for this, just, to, you know, not only am I doing the consultation, but I'm spending money on someone I, who I do not know to learn that the divorce case had been dismissed in 2017. So had I not done that, I couldn't have get, given a good consultation. I mean, I couldn't have said, uh, well, we don't know if it's open. Let me know when it is and call me back. That would have been what I would have had to do if I was cheap. But I said, hey, look, the case has been dismissed. We have to start a new case. Um, the downside is, you know, you need to pay the court fees over. We have to start a brand new case. And because he had been previously served on the old case, we could have just finalized on that case if it still had been open, but it wasn't. So uh, we have to start, we're basically starting as if he never filed divorce uh, in the past, uh, ever before. And again, the only downside is you have to pay the fee again and you got to wait the six months all over again. Number 12, clients who want to file their own judgment because they think it will be faster. So everyone wants their divorce finalized. The minute they hire me, they want it done as soon as possible. And I talk about the fact that we can do that. We will get it done as soon as you get me the information, we'll get it finalized for you. So you can get, you know, whether you need to print it, sign it, notarize it, and mail it in, or if you're in LA County and we're e-filing your judgment, whatever, everyone wants their divorce to be, to be done quickly. Some of my out of LA County clients think it will be faster if once I prepare the documents that they do the final processing because they want to either drive it to the court or walk it in and they think it'll be faster because there is a, there's a delay, right? So I do the paperwork, they sign it, then they mail it to me. So there's, you know, two days. And then I, I usually have a day or so to do a final review and get that out to mail. So it really only adds three or four days, not a big deal. But some people, and it's not a lot, will say, Tim, I, I'm going to go file it myself. Every time I've allowed that, it's been rejected because they're not. there's a certain way that it has to be prepared. I'm talking about two-hole punch at the top. Just They just have the rules that, are, you know, when you said turn your judgment, it doesn't say how to prepare. It doesn't say, you know, 
the judgment package, how, how it's to be prepared. It doesn't say how the individual forms are they are they attached to each other? Is it one big package? Is the 180, you know, a separate document than you know the settlement agreement? And so it'll even though I will give exact instructions to these folks after admonishing them that they really shouldn't do this and that I can't take any responsibility if it gets rejected, it gets rejected every time. And then what do they do? They wasted a month or two or three or wherever the court is in it processing and gets rejected. And they say, I should have listened to you and just mailed it to you to begin with. So the short story is if you're thinking that it'll speed it up by doing your own divorce in general, or if you're working with me, that if you turn in your judgment yourself, it will speed it up. It won't. It never has in 11 years. And I and people still ask, and I will tell them this story, why they should not do it. Some listen, some don't, and they always reject and they have to send it to, send it to me anyways. It's part of the fee you're paying me. Let me do this final check. I get one more, I get my eyes one more time and review every document one more time. And sometimes I'll catch a little box wasn't checked. And that's why I like to do that final review. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Perspective episode 13. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day.